Welcome back to Build the Weight Loss Practice of Your Dreams. I'm your host, Carol Clark, and today we are continuing a topic all about your patient funnel. And so often as clinicians, we just wanna focus on patient care and we wanna outsource everything related to marketing because it's not our favorite thing to do. But I have actually learned to love it because it gives us an opportunity to reach more people, to be able to help them, whether they are an identified patient or not, because you can help through content marketing marketing and helping answer some questions that they have, but really building stronger relationships. That's what it's all about. So it's not about being salesy or trying to push what you have to offer on somebody. It's all about building that relationship. And your patient funnel is the way that you do that. So we're going to talk a bit more about that. Last week, we talked about exactly what is a patient funnel, the two different most common types that are in your practice, and that is your external funnels and your internal funnels. And we don't want to think about our patients who we care about so greatly as somebody who has to go through a funnel, so to speak, just a bunch of people kind of coming through a funnel and into your practice. But it's just a good analogy and a good way to explain it. It's been explained that way, literally like I mentioned last week, since, you know, a long time ago, uh, back in the 1800s even. So we're gonna talk today specifically about the top of your funnel. And you can usually identify that you're having problems with the top of your funnel if you feel as if you're you are the best kept secret in town. And it's like you feel like you have everything all set up, you get great outcomes, but you're just not reaching enough people. Enough people don't know about you. It's kind of like you're this, like I say, just a best kept secret out there. Or uh, you're open and ready and you're advertising like crazy and you think I should have all these people coming into my practice and it's just not the case. So you could be spending a lot of money on advertising that's just not effective. So the top of the funnel, of course, is how you are attracting ideal patients that you want to work with. So the main reasons why you may be the best kept secret in town is usually that you are spending time and money uh, but you don't really have an infrastructure or a way to capture those leads or have them raise their hand and get into your practice. Maybe you have limited, uh, you only have phones for people to talk to, or you don't have a variety of ways for them to get in touch with you or to connect with you. So uh, most of us, especially with social media, do have a lot of them, but it's got to be the way that your patients like to reach out to you, and it's got to be a bit personalized. So marketing is one of those things that uh, no matter how much you want to just outsource it, you really do have to have your hand in it because you know the patients best. You know who you want to work with. You know those that you serve best. And so you have to have a hand in it. So perhaps you do uh, advertise and you're getting the word out there. You're just not um, getting a way to capture those leads. So people may hear about you, uh, but you're and they may even be interested, but they're not. You're not able to capture their information so that you can follow up adequately with them. The other thing is that you may be advertising, but your message really isn't resonating with them. So maybe the message is all about you and the fact that you have a state-of-the-art facility and that you're the best uh, you know, practitioner in town and that sort of thing, but it's all about you. They need to identify with the fact that you understand them as a human being who's struggling with a pain problem, with being overweight, with all the plethora of issues that come with being overweight, obese, or morbidly obese. 
so they need to know that you totally understand them. So it could be that you're getting a message out there, but it's just not resonating with the people that you desire to serve. So uh, worse than that even is you may have a message going out there and you're attracting the wrong type patient, the patients that perhaps aren't the best fit for your practice. That could even be a worse problem because sometimes uh, you just take all the patients, you figure I can serve everybody, then all of a sudden your your practice is filled up with a particular patient population and there's not a variety of people to uh, help keep that going and help keep it something that's fully enjoyable for you. So you could also be attracting the wrong type of patient. So these are all the issues that we're talking about in a minute. I'm going to get into how to optimize and reverse that. However, the other thing that you can uh, be doing is that maybe you're sending the message out there, but you're not really marketing where they hang out. So you're spending a lot of time on billboards or spreads in magazines that perhaps your ideal patients don't get or they don't uh, use anymore. Perhaps you're still advertising in the newspaper. And if you're in a area where people still read the newspaper, that's great. But if you're in a place where people are not doing that so much, then it's probably not the best spend of your dollars. So every region is a little bit different. And I'll have some practices that um, are it, that that does work for or big splashy ads work for, but a lot of them, quite frankly, it doesn't. Or I've worked with some practices who just say, you know, nobody in my area is on perhaps like Instagram, really not the clients I want to serve. And then we test it out a little bit and we find that, oh my gosh, there's a lot of people on Instagram. They've migrated away from Facebook or whatever the platform may be. They all do come and go. So you might just dabble in a little bit to see if your clients are out there, but maybe you're marketing in exactly the wrong place. I know a lot of times as a service, uh, we will do because uh, you know I'm in the trenches with you, maybe we'll do a local uh, fair, you know, back before COVID, but we'll do something like that or something for a local group or we sponsor 5K runs. Well, in all likelihood, I'm doing that because it's a service to the community and it's something I believe in. It's not because I'm planning on attracting a lot of patients from there because typically that's not the ideal patient who actually wants your services. So you have to balance all that with what your goal is for your advertising spend. But that could be another problem Problem. Or perhaps you're just not marketing at all uh, because you don't like marketing or you don't understand marketing or you've spent a lot of money on it before and you've never gotten results. Um, and that happened to me a bit. We were spending money on different ads and I wasn't really getting the results. I get all these impressions, but the phone wasn't really ringing. So that's when I personally, 20 years ago, just dove deep into marketing because I wanted to have some control over it. I wanted to understand it. So it's just my personality. But now it's something that I fully enjoy and I never thought I would say that. So it's a way to help other practices, you know, start to enjoy that and really take a, uh, a first, a front seat in that. And not necessarily the physician uh, for portions of it, perhaps, but really there are systems that can be put into place. So those are some of the symptoms or the problems problems that you may be experiencing in your in your practice that relate to the top of that funnel, that whole attracting people into your practice. So what do you do about that? Of course, the first thing you want to do is, and I don't think people do this, we want to serve everyone. It's our nature, but you really don't identify who it is that you primarily want to work with. Is it uh, insurance patients? Is it cash pay patients? Do you like to work with some who, uh, even some that are athletes that may want to lose weight? Do you like working with uh, different age population, uh, teenagers versus young adults versus middle-aged menopause, uh, those that are, that are up in an aging category? Who is it that you 
enjoy working with the most. And this is very important to identify, even though so many people don't want to take the time to do it. But the reason why it's so important is it helps you get in your mind who it is that you're trying to reach. And it will also guide very specifically the content that you're providing to them, the education you're providing to them, the marketing message that you're providing to them, how you you even uh, design your whole practice, whether it's online or on site, a hybrid, what your environment's like when they come in, what services do you offer, but really this is something that you do need to get crystal clear in and you can't outsource that to somebody else. It's a matter of doing that exercise. Doesn't take a lot, but once it's there and you have that ingrained, it makes marketing so much easier because you're marketing to the right people and it helps improve that top part of your funnel. The next thing is to then, uh, once you identify who that is, what their pain points are exactly, what they look like, you know, even put a name to them. Uh, some people call this an avatar, whatever you want to call it. It is important to know that. And then you want to create your marketing tactics directly surrounding that person. Where do they hang out? Where? How do they like to get their information? Do they like video? Do they like written? Do they like a hybrid? Do they like online? Do they like something in print? Do they like, what is it? So we figure that out and then you you create all of your education and messaging around that, not in a salesy way at all. Our hearts, when we wake up in the morning, have to be, you know, what we have to see them. They need to know that we see them and that we understand what it is that they're going through. Oftentimes we've struggled with our weight ourselves. And so we do understand that for sure. And then it's a matter of helping them overcome those barriers. So they've got to know that you hear them. And when you get up, it's like, what in the, what do they need to hear from me? What message do they need to hear in order to give them the hope and the vision of how it can be a different life? Because you can have such a huge impact and you owe this to them because if you can help them get to the other side and feel so much healthier, reverse their, uh, you know, their comorbidities, it's a wonderful thing. And that's what we're in this for in the first place. So you really need to identify that and then make sure you understand where they're hanging out, what are their biggest problems, and how can you uniquely help them uh, solve that or provide education so that they know that you hear them. So that's the second area for that but your primary messaging needs to be surrounded. And you need to be consistent. It can't be where I just put something out there once a month. It's not enough. So many physicians don't want to market or to post more than once or twice a week because they don't want to seem overbearing or too salesy. The reality is people don't really see you other than your email marketing, which is a totally different topic where you do have control over your audience. You have control over what you send, how often you send, and keeping it educational with always a call to action is important. We'll get into that later, but that's a different thing. But online, your information gets buried and you may have ads out there, but it doesn't really get seen by as many people as we may think see it. Oftentimes, some statistics show that maybe it's only you know, 3% or a little bit more than that. So we do need to be consistent and also post more than once a week, especially on social media. But there's ways to leverage your content and what it is that you're marketing. And sometimes you may have avoided marketing because we all know the frustration. Our ads get denied. They may run for a while and then all of a sudden they're cut off because somehow you've, you're not um, in, uh, you know, you're not following the guidelines, but it was good for a month or so. Uh, and then all of a sudden it's not. So you may just get totally frustrated. And that actually happened to me as well. So that's why when you control and you do more content marketing, it's something that's easier to do and it helps lower some of that frustration. 
The other thing is that you may um, be putting stuff out there, but you never have a call to action. So people are like, I really love what Dr. So-and-so, Dr. Clark, Dr. Smith, Dr. Jones, Dr. Uh, whoever it is. I love what they're saying. I just, I, I just don't know how I start to work or what sort of services do they really offer? He talks about a lot of different things, but what's really something that he offers? Is it something I can afford? So, you know, they want to make sure that they get a clear call to action is what's the next step to work with you. And that has to be a variety of ways. They can text you, they can email you, they can uh, opt in for something free that you're offering online and you can lead capture that way. Is it a phone call? You know, whatever that is. So you need to make sure you have a call to action and then this will be so much easier for you to manage if you have a system in place. So somebody who's responsible for responding to those emails, responding to those text messages. I have a wonderful uh, EMR with a patient tracking system. Uh, if anyone has questions, please ask me about it. It works seamlessly. It's so wonderful. People come in. It's HIPAA compliant. We can reply to them. We can text. We can call. We can uh, email. It's all you know, secure and we do it all right in one place. It all becomes a record where we can see how they are progressing in terms of their questions and whether they want to move forward or whatnot. Very helpful, particularly for bariatric surgery and just weight loss in general, because that initial dating period when they're looking for what they want uh, can be a little longer period of time. Or of course, they may have seen you often enough that all of a sudden they're just like, I am ready to buy. I just need to know, what do I do? So you've got to create those sort of paths into your system. And uh, have, so have that system in place. And then finally, I always recommend that you track where your leads are coming from. So you need to know, are they coming from primarily from physician offices, from referring physicians? Is it coming from uh, your social media? Is it coming from your email marketing, your text marketing? Uh, is it coming from Google ads? Is it coming from, and know not just how many impressions or the vanity statistics of how many people have following me. It's really how many raised their hand and spoke with someone in your practice and then move through, of course, the middle and bottom of your funnel so that they can become one of your awesome patients who you can help and can then eventually refer people to you and become a testimonial. So that's that whole uh, process. But in this top, uh, top of your funnel, that's what's most important. That's how you identify that's where your problem is. And then I uh, identified for you some of those symptoms specifically, and then also what to do about it. There is a freebie that goes along with this with everything kind of written out for all the different aspects. Just go to weightlosspracticebuilder.com forward slash free and you can access that. And uh, anything that I promote here, we actually use in our practice and I actually use uh, most of the time as well in a weight loss practice builder. So paying attention to each aspect of your funnel, particularly this top of the funnel that I just addressed is so important for you and for your practice and for your growth. So if you're having trouble feeling as if you are the best kept secret in town, or it seems like you're just, you're spending a lot of money on advertising and not getting results, I encourage you to uh, really discuss this with your team, you know, reach out to me if I can help Carol, K-A-R-O-L at weightlosspracticebuilder.com. But this is how you can overcome. So in the meantime, I hope you have a great day and tune in next week as well as we start talking about the middle of your funnel. And I hope you all are staying warm at the time that I am recording this. I'm not sure when you're watching it, but at the time I'm recording this, uh, I'm in Virginia and it's chilly here. Uh, and what's chilly here doesn't always seem that cold to me since I 
I grew up, uh, up on Lake Erie, up in Ohio, and we had lots of, uh, you know, we were in the snow belt and that sort of thing. But I've been here for well over 20 years, and so um, anyhow, it's chilly, but in some ways refreshing. So everybody stay safe and stay warm, and I hope you have a great day. Thanks.